Was that a real girl? Was that Jewel? <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what to say. I think there's, we actually have a, fe- that was, that's our female listener. I feel a little nervous and tingly. <laughs> well, we don't, we, we don't have a girl here present in the room today during the recording, Jackson. so hey. uh, we have to have a girl in the theme song. We do have, uh, I'm Gus. <laughs> we do have a I'm Gus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bernie. I'm Jeff. Yo soy Jack. I'm Michael. And Michael is our special guest Yay. for the day. Michael, a.k.a. Rage Quit. Michael's a special guest for the day. I just want to say, I think somebody phoned in the ending of that theme song. Oh, <laughs> come on. Can you descend into that? da 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 I'm loving it. <laughs> uh, who was it? Do you want, to, say, you want to, to tell us who made our podcast theme song for the day? Uh, what's that? Your name? Pomon the Y. Or oh, of course. Pomon the Wall or something. All right, there you go. I have no idea. How do you go from Pomong the Y to Pomong the Wall? I'm not Can sure if not... that's an I or an L at the end. Okay. That's how? Is that a, is that a good explanation? <laughs> oh. No, we said Y, not Y. Uh, okay. W-A-I spells Y to you? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Way not. <laughs> Way is W-A-Y, not W-A-I. Uh, oh, Lord. Great start. <laughs> yeah, we've already digressed. <laughs> Did you guys see the start of the newest Mega64 video podcast? No, no, I heard about it though. It, it's painful. It's what's the name of that song, Gus? <laughs> I don't, I don't even, I, don't, I forgot how it goes, but it's, that that just goes on forever. It's uh, some some girl singing into the her computer. It's like, it's like camera. a five minute long intro. Are there any other non Rooster Teeth podcasts you'd like to plug? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I like that they did in the, that they do in the Mega sixty four video podcast is uh, they wear shirts from their store and then they tell you to buy the shirts that they're wearing from the store. <laughs> so that is a. Uh, it's pretty awesome. I like that their podcast um, is video. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. They probably have two Thunderbolt computers. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys read about Thunderbolt computers? Oh, yeah. I read about Thunderbolt computers. Good, because you said it to me laughing your head off the whole time. <laughs> so uh, there's now three different stories on reputable aggregation content sites that say that the new MacBook Pro is having load issues, and they freeze if you open more than five programs at a time. <laughs> Yeah, working fine for me. And Apple is currently working on a fix for them. Does anyone really open more than five programs? Uh, that, have you met my wife? Is that is that that many? <laughs> your wife your wife opens all the programs. She goes to applications and yeah, Just opens open all. Apple O. It's Apple O. Apple A. Apple O. <laughs> my dad when he when I first started helping him and he was on a Mac. What is that? that? Boom boom way That's boom boom way That's a spoiler for later in the podcast, but uh, my dad whenever he first got a Mac and I was trying to help him with it and I was a PC guy. I was helping him with Office, and I realized that every time he opened Office, he would get the disk out and install Office. He'd installed <laughs> Office about 45 times on his computer. That's awesome. Which I don't even know how you install it separately, like four distinct iterations. So he had managed he had to do that He had all different files. He has the dad powers. They're very <laughs> special when it comes to computers. So do you, just, do you still do tech support for your family back I, home? Yeah, I absolutely do. I also have a brother who does that stuff, so I can pawn some of it off on him. And the, yeah. I think we've hey. talked about this before. We've pawned it off on Matt somehow because my dad had a Mac for a long time, and I wasn't a Mac guy. Somehow my dad ended up calling Matt whenever he had a problem. Wow. Now, my, my parents, uh, like, they, they were buying a new computer, and I was like, look, if you buy a Mac, I will absolutely do tech support for you whenever you want because I can log into your machine from wherever I am and do tech support for you. If you buy a PC, I'm out. That's it. Game over. I will never help you. Game with over. And, they, <laughs> and they, they, they saved themselves $200 and bought a PC. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. And they still call and complain and say, I'm sorry, I do not know how to fix a PC. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Fair enough. 
just missed your opportunity to start a fight with Griffin. She came in for a second. Oh, did she? Yeah. I don't want to start a fight with a liar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you want to start a fight with her? Oh. Get, bust out your phone, Jack. Okay. My phone's in the other room. Go get your phone. Okay. So oh, like I'll get you Major Griffin too. What's yeah, that? get Major Griffin. Bring too? it. Actually, she should right. be here to hear this reading okay, of our text messages. This is going to go bad. So it's yeah, your I fault, though, Michael, good. if it makes you feel. Oh, better. okay. So Michael comes in town, and as we tend to do when someone comes to visit us, we think, oh, let's show this person a good time, and let's take them to all the cool Austin-y places, or the places Jack likes, or the places <laughs> that Jack likes. So eat more meat. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a combination of Jack's two favorite activities, which are eating meat and sitting. Um, but we were last night. We were going to take Michael out somewhere, and the decision was made to take him to Threadgills. And you told Jeff, you told me about it. I did. I said Jack and I are fighting about where to take Michael. We can't come to terms. Jack said Threadgills. So I gave up. I said fuck it. Let's go to Threadgills. I don't like the place, but I, I'm not, it's like an Austin institution, right? So other people probably like it. Pretty much. <clears throat> you told me. Why would you ever take him to Threadgills? That place is terrible. Take him somewhere else in Jordan and I'll go. That's, that's what I said. I said, I said, you're taking him to Threadgills. Why are you taking him to Threadgills? And you were like – and I was like, do you want to come? And you're like, I'm not taking my wife there. Uh, I think that's not at all what I said. Yeah, you were because you were on a date. You guys were, were going to go with us if, yeah. we, if we went someplace what acceptable. What was the thing – actually, you. what was the final thing I said in that two-second conversation that we had? Which was uh, you said, do you want to go somewhere else? And I put my hands up like this. You said – surrendering. I, uh, and I said, <laughs> I'm not going to be the guy that uh, – that, Starts uh, recommending places after a place has been picked. Exactly. I'm and, not going to unmake a made decision. So, and then I went outside and Gus said, get in here. Get in the mic. Get on the mic. Uh, so you decided just now, yesterday, when you decided that was going to be the time that you didn't do that? Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, Griffin Ramsey. <laughs> so let me read the text that Griffin sent me. And I just want to make sure everyone understands I'm not taking this out of context. It's the first test, text I received from her for the day. And, I, and she texts me and You says, guys were talking on AIM before this. Don't she says we should go someplace better than Threadgills, right? Aren't we trying to convince Michael to move here and have a good time? And I wrote back, I agree. And then here's what she texts to Jack. All right. <laughs> so I wrote, uh, Bernie and Jordan are going to be joining. We're thinking Threadgills, easy to park, a lot of space. Because easy to park is the reason you should go to a restaurant. <laughs> okay. Don't so, don't divert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I, before we go any Stay further, before we go any further, I think it's only fair to mention that I saw an AIM conversation referencing this stuff between Bernie and Griffin. <laughs> In addition to the text. Okay. So this isn't the complete so there's, conversation. There's, there's outside communication. So Griffin responded to that. Bernie said he didn't want to go to Threadgills <laughs> and that we should show Michael a cooler Austin. Right under the bus. She took I what she said to me and said that I said it. That I said it. It's like middle school all over again. I it. agree means you agree with me. And that's what you mean. <laughs> it's but true. That's not what you said. You didn't say I said and Bernie agreed yeah. we well, should go I'm somewhere sorry else. that no one listens to me and that I have to use you. <laughs> She had. She was paraphrasing. I'd like to point out. I walked out, and Brandon goes, "Why would you ever go to Threadgills? That's the worst restaurant on the planet." And Gus goes, "Oh my god, why would you go to Threadgills?" Everybody in the company went, "Why would you do that to Michael?" Well, it's easy to park, so you know that's. Oh, that's true. That's what it has going for it. Well, uh, then she said Bernie suggested dog and duck. Did you suggest dog and duck? I did suggest okay. dog and duck. You did, and I was trying to help because I, I heard that you weren't going to go unless we went someplace better. The so pop filter doesn't work without the microphone, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they both didn't move together. I'm trying, it was later in this conversation where I said dog and duck. So ultimately, we went to dog and duck and, and, and had a lovely time. And Bernie didn't go. Yeah. And Bernie didn't show up. I didn't. I didn't because I was so offended that you because it came out later that you used me and threw me under the bus. I I was I thought you wanted to go to dog and duck. Isn't that what you wanted? 
Yeah, we actually went to Dog and Duck. We saw you guys there and just got a table really far away. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were in the beer garden. We were inside. My wife and I went to Mama Foo's. That's where we went. Which we don't eat there every other day anyway for lunch. Yeah. Which is right across the street from us. So, shame on you. Shame on you for doing that to me. Pointing to Griffin. And shame, I, uh, and shame on you for picking Threadgills. And shame on me for coming. Then, exactly. Yeah. I know. Look what you're driving a wedge between the people of our company. <laughs> I, for the record, see nothing wrong in that conversation, Thread. Right. Bernie said wow. I agree. <laughs> nice. it's, all about, it's all about paraphrasing. <laughs> Thanks, Griffin. Thank you, Griffin. Uh-huh. Hey, Griffin, where are we going for lunch? <laughs> I'm not going to listen to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Man, so we, uh, how was, things, how things was, are flowing smoothly at the Rooster's yeah. office. No, no conflict at all. How was Mama Foo's? Mama Foo's was good. I had the sesame chicken. I, uh, I pissed the guy off when we went there last week because I, I tried to get him to give me extra, extra spicy, and he was not having it. What does that mean? He just didn't, he didn't want to like, go a, there with he, you? Or? Yeah, he was just like, you get what's on the, on the menu. Fuck you. I was like, but I can't get like, extra spicy, and he's like, I don't ask. <laughs> if they give you all the spice, they're not going to have spice for the rest of their customers. I guess Jeff. so. They, they can't front load all the spice. That was, like, that was like when we called out those pizzas in for Seattle. Remember that? No. So you were actually in Seattle. So this is the Reach launch, right? Yeah. And so Bernie calls up and he's like, hey, there's a giant line of people in front of the, the EMP music project up in Seattle because they were doing a big Reach launch party there. And Bernie's like, hey, we order some pizzas and put it on the company and we'll send it to the front of the line and just have them deliver it to the front of the line. It's like, all right, cool. So I found like a chain store up in Seattle near the, the like the line. I called them and I said, hey, we want to order like – like 15 pizzas to send to the front of this line. The guy said, well, uh, actually, tonight's football night, so we can't sell you that many. We don't, we don't want to run out of pizza. I'll, I'll never what? understand that kind of logic. We've, we've talked yeah. about this extensively on the podcast. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's the same experience, though. We're just having it at yeah. multiple places. We've had it at the post office. We've had the po- fucking pizza place. <laughs> you think the guy would want to sell all his pizzas that we could close the shop and go home early? Yep. And watch some football. Watch some fucking football. No. He's got to save the pizza. Save the pizza. Hey, Make it also, to the end of the night. asshole, if you know it's football night, get some extra dough, right? It's just a, it's, it's not rocket science. I don't even get it. What does he give a shit? Who the fuck buys it? Exactly. He sells exactly. the pizza. Exactly. Does he piss he, because he doesn't want to disappoint like, other customers, so he's going to disappoint you, the customer. I don't have any pizza for football. Fucking sell your pizza, you fucking sell it. The time we ran into that before was when we were buying stamps to ship out DVDs, and the post office people said... We can't sell you all these stamps because then if somebody wants these stamps, we'll have to tell them we don't have them. I go, that's what you're – you're telling me that. I'm that guy. (laughs) I'm somebody. I'm not this theoretical person. You're you're ensuring that you're going to have to tell somebody no and that person is me. But we did actually – It's for the greater good. The guys from Bungie uh, told me about being there because they were at the front of the line and – they said all of a sudden these seven pizzas showed up from another awesome pizza place. Uh, pa- I think Pagliacci's or something or Tamagotchi's. I forget what it is. <laughs> Tamagotchi's pizza. I, I doubt I, it. I think it's Pagliacci's. And those guys were awesome, by the way. Like they called back. They're like, are you sure you want to do this? And it's like, yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. And so they, they, it was great. They, they, like, they literally showed up at the front of the line and said, here's a bunch of pe- uh, pizzas from Texas. And they started <laughs> handing them out. That's great. They were like, lucky for you, it's fuck football night here at Tamagotchi's. So. <laughs> Do you think anyone in the Reach launch line was upset they were missing football night? We're gonna, <laughs> they were like, oh, man. We're going to throw in free egg rolls with this order because ah, yeah. it was over $100. Here at Papa Pokemonies. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was, I was sitting there watching Twitter waiting for someone to respond. And uh, like the first like three or four people in line were wearing red versus blue shirt. So I felt very happy about that. So everyone looked very excited about the pizza. Awesome. Very, very cool. And uh, I, I went there for the uh, ODST launch. We went there. Gavin and I oh, went yeah? up to that. It was cool. It was fun. We got to get on stage and embarrass ourselves in, in firefight mode. Did Jeff say something inappropriate? I wasn't there. He wasn't there. 
I would have, though. You always say something inappropriate <laughs> in front of large crowds. I took one of my favorite that's, pictures of all time. It's one of my rare joys in life. <laughs> At an event, there was a picture of uh, a little kid who had made Halo armor out of cardboard. Nice. <laughs> and he was standing next to one of these guys who has one of these super, like, I don't know what, fiberglass suits that they make in their garage. That's just like, an awesome replica of the Halo armor. And... The little kid in the cardboard suit's like looking at this guy, like his eyes are like dinner plates, you know? That's awesome. He's thinking, one day. He realized how shitty his costume was. Well, He's like, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm sure he was fine. Everybody loved the little kid in the, in the cardboard outfit, who <laughs> was really age-inappropriate event for him to be at, but still. That kid got hammered. <laughs> I'm going to grab a drink. I'll be right back. Anybody right, want fine. anything? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. Um, what, kind of, what, what drink are you grabbing? Uh... Probably a Coke Zero. No, we're out of Coke Zero. As I tend to do. Did you guys see going anyway. that uh, maybe this past week it was revealed that uh, Duke Nukem is not going to have a capture the flag mode? In it's going to have a slap the, a woman mode? Or capture the babe mode. Which, and yeah. then you can slap women in the face? No, you slap her in the ass. Oh, in the, the ass? The, the 2K actually had to come out and correct that. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's like jokingly. Apparently it's supposed to be fun. And oh, right. I, I see the update here. Duke won't actually be slapping the babe in her face as much as he'll be slapping her on the butt. <laughs> much better. Much, and that, much. that's what they said. That's much more acceptable. <laughs> 2K didn't say that. Joysticks added that okay, part. Sorry. Did you see uh, – do you guys want to have a moment of silence for Elizabeth Taylor? Oh, yeah. I oh, guess yeah. She died. died huh? this morning at the age – the young age of 79. All right. There you go. No shit. Elizabeth Taylor's dead? Died this morning. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad. She was the hottest chick on the planet for a while there. What was your, what was the big thing about her? Her big deal was that she had violet eyes. Was that right? Yeah, yeah. She, her eyes were the crazy thing. And uh, also that she got married eight times. That was like a big deal uh, like in the 90s, 80s and 90s was that she kept getting married like Larry King. But it yeah. kind of wore off after, off after a while. Well, it's still kind of a big deal. I think mean, that's still a lot of times to be married. Eight times to seven dudes. You know what? She married Richard Burton twice. I've noticed a trend. And I saw this video on, I think it was Funny or Die, that was, it said, what if women had the sex drive of men? And it was fucking hilarious. It was just, you gotta see it. I can't explain it to you, but you just have to see it. And it really was like, what if women were just like men and were basically the same poon hounds that guys are, or cock hounds, I guess, or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. I'm, what? Go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow up after you here. Are you upset about something? Yes. Jump in. <laughs> Come on, both feet. I've got a go. bone to pick with funnyordie.com. Go ahead. Uh-oh. I'm airing Uh-oh. my grievances here. Some asshole signed me up for the Funny or Die newsletter. Don't, don't look at me. It wasn't me. And you cannot unsubscribe from it. So every <laughs> fucking day, I get a shit ton of email from Funny or Die. And no matter how many times I click the goddamn unsubscribe link, they keep sending me shit. I started emailing them. I email every address I can find on their fucking website, cursing at them, telling them I'm going to kill them. And they keep sending me fucking email. I, I don't know which one of you assholes did it. I, I but I'm gonna uh, at a mail server level. I'm gonna block them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna actively try to remove these assholes from the internet because they will not stop sending me fucking email. One day we're gonna run into Will Ferrell like at an event. He's gonna be like, "I've been trying to work with you guys for years. Like, every email I send bounces. What is going on? You know, nothing says cutting edge comedy like newsletter. Yeah, <laughs> it's like check out these new videos we just posted. Unsubscribe me for the love of God. <laughs> they even have that. And it's therefore deviant. We do not want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a soundboard. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I promise you, it wasn't me. The uh, more appropriate would be the uh, Pinky the Cat scream for Gus. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the the thing about this video that made me realize is something I've noticed, um, and that is that 
the most successful women, it's a weird trend. The most successful women in almost every industry are not married. Like all guys, like you get to, you're always surprised when you find out Michael Jordan's married. Michael right. Jordan had a wife, you know, and uh, Mel Gibson's been married to, the, was married forever to his like sweetheart back from whenever. But not Janet Reno. Yeah, well, not Janet Reno. Well, like, Oprah Winfrey's not married, mm-hmm. right? Reach, with, Reach Witherspoon is no longer married. Mm-hmm. Kate well, Hudson's not married. Madeline Albright. Well, Kate Winslet and and uh, or Kate Hudson just just got divorced, right? Or she's been divorced. Re- for a Reese long Witherspoon time, yeah. just got divorced. Yeah, she was right. married. Kate Hudson just got divorced. Kate, Reese Witherspoon been divorced for like five or six years. Yeah, she, she almost she was got married. married yeah, she's been divorced for a while. But it's always surprised me. Like the most successful women are not married. Like even Jan- Angelina Jolie, not married. Julie Roberts. Angelina? She was not married. She was not married in the height of her stuff. But she's married now. That Danny Moore. She's actually one of the exceptions. These are, these are all actresses. Though. Angelina Jolie's. She's married to Brad Pitt. She's not married to Brad Pitt. They're not married. Really? No, yeah. they're not married. Really? I didn't know that. They have like forty-seven kids. Sandra Bullock's not married. Lady Gaga's not married. <laughs> Lady Gaga's not married. Well, she can't legally marry. Why not? Because she's not human, right? <laughs> she's an alien. She's, That's bo- she's born out of an egg. But I'm always surprised. Like you always hear about like Hugh Jackman. You know, has a wife. Ewan McGregor has a wife. You know, it's. Everyone's got a wife, but it's the most successful women. I'm always surprised that they're not married. Jeremy Renner doesn't have a wife. Who? Jeremy Renner. You know, multiple Academy Award nominated actor from The Hurt Locker and uh, <laughs> Well, there you go. There you the go. town. You're, you're just breaking it all up for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, we, we, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I agree with your yeah, assessment. Yeah, you, you ran through a list of people that, like, of females that were married. Like, they might not be married now, but they have been. So I, I'm confused by your, your logic there. That's like Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is not married right now, but he well, was. neither Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, but they were. So was Charles Johansson married to Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, yeah. They, they got married. They, they just got, got divorced. divorced. Maybe just not up in my female. Marriage. She dumped his ass. I know. I know where you're going, and I understand what you're saying. But I'm always surprised. Like, Oprah like if you, if you, if you like, look Donald at the Trump most married a thousand times, if you look at the most famous women at the height of their career, I bet the ratio of of them being not married versus married would be higher. Absolutely, than a man. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. Sarah Palin's married. <laughs> That's a good point. You blew it away. Fucking <laughs> 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 Hillary Clinton's married. Dropping knowledge. What's up? Is uh. Is Condoleezza Rice, is she married? Uh, Gus? Google? Let's find out. Wikipedia, here we come. She's married to Jerry Rice, right? Wow. Do you have crickets on the uh, soundboard? <laughs> yeah, can you? Can is, we, there can a, get is there a, a tumbleweed can you, sound? Can you put like a video of my blank stare at Jack? Disgusted <laughs> <laughs> look. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll I'll concede my point. Right. Like, I, I had a list. I have a list of them somewhere where I was, right. I just was compiling. For, I don't have them. Condoleezza Rice upstairs. has never married and has no children. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Now I'm right. <laughs> point proven. Moving on. That, that that settles it once and for all. So I was showing Gus this thing yesterday where, um, and this is super super creepy, where China has instituted this new electronic censoring. I don't know if it's new, but it's the first time I've heard about it. Where if you're in China and you're on a cell phone or a regular phone and you say the word protest in a phone call, it cuts you off. Wow. What? And Holy they documented shit. this in Chinese or in English. Wow. That's it's insane. Gus, I sent you part of the article last night, but Yeah, that was uh it was it was crazy. Like anytime yeah, anytime you say the word protest, like that word drops out of the call. I'm if, sure there's a list of other words as well, but that's what uh, they've realized. If, uh, that's the one they found so far. If you like tweet the word protest, does everyone automatically unfollow you? I don't know that they have Twitter. Mm, they might, be, they might, might be blocked. And uh, they might have like their own version of it, which is probably censored or – yeah, you know, so that oh, th- that word doesn't appear or tw- those tweets don't appear or so, whatever the Chinese equivalent of a tweet is. Did that's you, crazy. While Bernie's reading stuff, did you read that fucking the population of Detroit has declined 25% in the last 10 years? Wow, that's crazy. That's staggering. 
You know, isn't the population declining now anyway, though? Like, isn't that going to be a trend? I realize, obviously, they're leaving Detroit because it's fucking Detroit. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about, too, about things scaling back, but shouldn't we now expect things to start scaling back? In industrialized countries, you see that typically where um, people start having less kids so then the population doesn't sustain itself. Like, Japan was having a huge problem with that. Right. Where that country will probably cease to exist in the next 100 or 200 years because they're shrinking so rapidly. Um, but also, all the natural disasters. And in America, I believe the only ethnic group that is having kids at a sustainability or greater rate are Hispanics. That's and true. It's, and it's That's not right. much. Yeah. Yeah, it's, they are just uh, – I just read that the Austin Independent <laughs> School District it over. is more than 50 percent Hispanic now. Um, you know, yeah, it's uh, – I think America keeps – can only sustain its growth through immigration mm-hmm. is, uh, is what I heard, is that the, the birth rate is not sufficient alone to, uh, to sustain it. But in, <laughs> Nothing racist in, about you. No? In, uh, in Detroit's case, I read also that the mayor of Detroit was asking people to move out of the suburbs back to the core of the city because the city can no longer support services out to yeah. all the suburbs because they're so empty. So he's trying to consolidate the city and tear down parts of the city that – Well, they bulldozed 10,000 houses. Yeah, he's year. trying to bulldoze a, a more – he wants to bulldoze houses even more quickly. What, I'm, what I was getting at, though, is like do you think Detroit could be the largest ghost town in history? It's bigger than Chernobyl, right? <laughs> Chernobyl, so. Chernobyl had like 600,000 residents, I think. I, I just can't imagine a harder sell on anything in my life than trying to sell people on moving into abandoned Detroit. Yeah. It's like who's going to be the first person that does that? Hipsters. Let's do. <laughs> that's what to do. If you, if I can move into like an abandoned auto factory, that would be awesome. Yeah. If you just can move, my robotic if you can, arm if you can move and make your move ironic, totally. Just sell it like that to hipsters. Well, it, it sounds like it's going to be more like move to downtown Detroit. We've got public works. You're about to not. Yeah. You know. We've got running water. Yeah. <laughs> you like yeah. throwing trash away? Detroit's the city for you. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, man. It, it, the, what's happened with Detroit? But I'm. It's probably the biggest example. In America, easily, and then, like you said, Chernobyl, I guess everyone abandoned that, but there's also a town in Pennsylvania where the the ground caught on fire, and they oh, can't put right. it out. You're right, yeah. It was on fire for a long time. I think it's still I, on I fire. I think it's still on fire. Is it really? Yeah. Wait, what? It was a, yeah. like a coal town, and the coal vein in the ground caught on fire, and there's just no way to put it out. Like, the earth is on fire there, and it releases noxious fumes up through the crust. And so the entire town moved out. Nowhere near the size of Detroit or even Chernobyl. No, I, I've seen pictures. There's like it's like 30 structures in the town or something. Was it like, like about 30 houses? It was like a very small town. I think it was just there for the coal industry. It's, uh, yeah. Centralia. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's a it's a ghost town now. That's crazy. You ever seen the pictures of Chernobyl? Oh yeah, every chance I get. Yeah, like the people just picked up and left because mm-hmm. it's essentially what happened. Like if the kids were in school, they just all got the hell out. And yeah. so it's like everybody just dropped everything. Drop everything, get naked, and get on the back of these trucks. And then everybody was driven away completely naked to a safe distance. It's, and it, washed, was, it was like down. a nuclear bang bus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, you need a ride? Take your clothes off and get in. Gus <laughs> roll, everybody. Hey, what's the camera for? <laughs> That's it, start, I'm out. They'll start doing that in other places. Like trying to get people to get naked and jump into a truck. Like, we gotta get out. Take your clothes off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like fakes. They all dress up in yeah. hazmat. Yeah. Just get some police yeah. tape. <laughs> Man, we're gonna have to take your clothes off. <laughs> I have to go out to California right now and make that happen. 
Everyone's, everyone's freaking out out there. They are. It's, it's stupid. Ma'am, there's a, I'm afraid there's a radiation leak in the girls' locker room here at UT. We're going to exit the door immediately. No time for clothes. They can't do that. Was there, there was a guy. There was like you an assistant. could be assistant. one pom-pom. I think there was an assistant volleyball coach at UT recently who got in trouble. It was either like assistant coach for like uh, volleyball or softball. But he had set up hidden cameras in the women's locker room. <laughs> Security. And uh, – <laughs> yeah, security. <laughs> and uh, I guess one of the players found it, and I think the dude's in prison now. When you get busted for that, Uh-oh. do you just feel like the lowest person on the planet? Do you get to keep the video at least? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the publishing rights. <laughs> <laughs> Internet distribution. Yeah. What is the rule on that? Like, I've, I've heard... Sorry, that was me. Your phone's oh, ringing. Shit. I've, heard, shit. Uh, I've heard random stuff, like that if you are in a room... You can record everyone in the room as long as one person knows they're being recorded, or some, or if they're in a public place. It's it okay. varies from state to state, I believe. I, I'm I'm just gonna guess there's no state in which the girls' volleyball locker room is not grounds for recording. Probably not. I'm just gonna guess that. But it's one the, of those weird the things. state the state that I'm creating that's going to be <laughs> the tenant <laughs> of our it's mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I'm starting to maybe think that we should reanalyze the we can record people in public places yeah. thing. Because it's just I'm getting kind of – I don't know. I always feel bad for people like uh, – even these kids – you see the bully video where the kid got dropped on the curb and yeah, all that? Yeah. I mean everyone's really happy for the kid who stood up to the bully. Uh, and I am too. But then you find out more about it and the kid that dropped him on the curb was 16 and the little kid was 12. Um, little kid's punching the big kid in the face. Yeah. No, I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. But you know that he got dropped on the curb, and that's that's one level of like, look, you're in front of your friends, you got your ankle broken or whatever happened to him, and you got dropped on your fucking head. That's like enough for that. It doesn't need to be a global right. ridicule. You know, yeah. it's just like this is like any one of it us was, when we were growing up did something stupid. Yeah. It was also the kid's friend recording it, the bully's friend. So fuck him. He got what he deserved. I think friend goes out the window <laughs> when you have a viral video on your camcorder. Yeah. It's amazing what, what people will do to each other. They just put it out there and throw everybody under the bus. It was the UT women's track equipment manager mm. who uh, who had hidden cameras in the locker room shower. He was just checking their equipment. There you <laughs> go. That's right. But, um, and managing um, it. I mean, wishing he imagining her, himself Her equipment looks it. fine. Check. Her equipment seems <laughs> fine. Check. Going to have to ask her about that. Of course, uh, I did, you know. Just ten minutes ago, try to throw Griffin under the bus for being a liar <laughs> and lying about me on texting. So. There you go. Did you? Uh, I think I sent Griffin this... Ramsey. Not married, by the way. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's not successful. Um, I think I sent this to Jeff and Bernie. Would you see that? I guess Iran unveiled that they have a, a new flying saucer that they created. Yeah. What? And they in the press in the press release, which was issued by their state-run news agency, they included pictures of it. Which were photos from an old B movie from the sixties. Yeah, uh, really. Iran was the country that uh, had the photos of the nu- uh, the the launch test, right? Yeah. Where they photoshopped in like more Extra rockets missiles. going off. Yeah. <laughs> then they also, who were the people that photoshopped more smoke on the? Uh, I guess that was an AP or Reuters reporter that did that. Yeah. Uh, it, when they, during the it was in Israel, right? Was it Israel or was it the Iraq Baghdad bombing or something? Maybe it was Iraq. I thought it was Iraq. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it was Iraq. And they just put on Photoshop. It's like literally the same smoke column repeated like three or four times on the picture. The same, like the same twenty people over and over and over again. Yeah, but it is a different level when a government does it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Especially when they say they've built a spaceship. <laughs> 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 I, you know, I always wonder like that too. Is is when you hear some things that they did, like when Saddam was reelected, he had a hundred percent of the vote, and a hundred percent of all the eligible voters voted for him. Correct. And they put the, they released that information. It's just like really, I mean, do you 
Really? Well, it's like Kim Jong-il what, shot a 19 at the, the state golf course <laughs> or something. <laughs> well, he invented golf as well. So oh, is that what it was? It makes sense that, uh, that he's so good. Dude, North Korea is awesome. Like, just reading up about it and watching documentaries on that, that, that place is so surreal. Did you see, there was a guy who just released a video I saw in Vimeo the other day, who I guess he, he had like a, a can, I think he was a 5D Mark II, and he practiced taking video while it was around his neck, like on a neck strap. So he walked around North Korea recording, and he disabled the, the monitor on Are it. Are you the LCD. serious? Yeah, so he walked around and then cut together like a, a 11 or 12 minute long video of life in North Korea. How was it? Uh, it was kind of interesting. Dude, you got to send me a link to that after. There's, there's a lot of stuff you don't normally see. Like there's a lot of uh, subway stuff, which you always hear about the subway, but you so rarely see it. And I've never seen the subway in a video before. I've never seen a video, but the pictures of the subway are cool. Like yeah. it's a really cool looking. They got all the green like iron and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's, it's very pretty. I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay, I'll, I'll cool. put it in the link dump. You know what, I, what Jack was just talking about with the uh, golf score 19. I love that l- there's one hole that he didn't get a hole in one on. He's perfect. He's human. That's to make it real. Right? That's, yeah, that's yeah. crazy, but even crazier is that Kim Jong-il doesn't defecate. <laughs> that, that, His that, body that, emits no waste. That is true. Yeah. You know what? When he was born, the earth was so happy that there was a double rainbow and uh, a flock of doves went flying through over across the rainbows. Are these all released? This is all released information? Yes. yes. <laughs> Go to Wikipedia. You know what? I just I just had a thought. What if all that's true? I mean, what if, what if like, they're keeping us from knowing how awesome North Korea is? Yeah, like, what if North Korea is the garden? Of they're just telling us everything. We're just too stupid. They're like, oh, yeah. And we're like, oh, double rainbows. Yeah, okay. He doesn't defecate. Sounds good, asshole. <laughs> like, you could go there and golf a 19. You know? What if, like, someone, like, like, like disrobes him and, like, he doesn't have an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, they were right. Then we're fools. just like a Ken doll. Yeah. <laughs> Made in North Korea, just stamped across his <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next to his Whitney Houston there's tattoo. Like a, there's like a rainbow on each cheek or something. You ever heard about his obsession with the. Uh, oh no, that's uh, Osama, Osama bin, Laden bin Laden. Has an obsession with Whitney Houston. I'd never really? heard that. Oh, you really? ever heard that? No. He's obsessed with her. Because yeah. of the crack? <laughs> no, he. Uh, like when he's captured people and interrogated them and asked them. Like if 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 you're actually interrogated ever by Osama bin Laden, he'll ask you if you know Whitney Houston if you're from America, Who's right? Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you saying like, in that situation? Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's awesome. You, you want me to meet? You want to meet her? Don't cut my legs off. Yeah. How many people have survived being interrogated by Osama bin Laden? Seventeen. I think it's also before he became like he you know, okay. where he what he is now, where people would actually have meetings with the guy. What was that that Mark Wahlberg movie Three Kings? Mm-hmm. Where they're Getting, he's getting interrogated by the guy. What the fuck happened to Michael Jackson? <laughs> My main man? That is a fucking scary scene. Yeah, yeah it is. You just want that scene to end as fast as possible. Like, guy keeps asking about Michael Jackson. All right, I'm going to look up Osama Bin Laden and Whitney Houston. This is going to be the greatest Google image search of all time. <laughs> Angry Bert. So we got some... While we wait for him to find his images, we got some Mass Effect 2 DLC coming out next week. Yeah, you decided uh, the arrival. we're done. No, this is the, the last final, one. Final one. It's supposedly going to bridge... Um, the story, or segue the story from between Mass Effect 2 and 3. Yeah. That's what I've heard. My nerd so, in me is very excited. I've, I've downloaded all the DLCs that I haven't played them yet, so I'm going to play them all. When is there anything out. in you that's not the nerd in you? No. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I haven't played uh, the Shadow Broker one, but I played all the other ones. Shadow Broker might be the best one. Shadow Broker is good. Terror Mastermind, and this is from 
Uh, it's from the Daily Mail, but what the hell? We'll, we'll buy it anyway. I'm sure it's from other, some other source, too. Jeremy Mastermind, Osama Bin Laden is so obsessed with singer Whitney Houston, he thought about killing her husband, Bobby Brown, it was claimed last night. The suggestion is made by Sudanese poet and novelist Kola Bof, who claims she was Bin Laden's sex slave for four months, ten years ago. In her autobiography, Diary of a Lost Girl, she writes, He told me Whitney Houston was the most beautiful woman he'd ever seen. Both who claims Bin Laden raped her and held her a prisoner in a Moroccan hotel. This took a dark turn. Says he does uh, – could not stop talking about the songbird even though he disapproved of her music. Osama kept coming back to Whitney Houston, she says in the book. He knew uh, – he asked if I knew her personally when I lived in America. I told him I didn't. He said that he had a paramount desire for Whitney Houston, and although he claimed music was evil, he spoke of someday spending vast amounts of his money to go to America and tried to arrange a meeting with the superstar. Weird. Uh, is yeah. that where they got that, the plot for Borat? <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Man, that's that's a fucking bizarre story. Yeah. It's bizarre that he picked Whitney Houston. Yeah, not, he, it couldn't be Whitney now, right? No, well, right. I mean, like, is that one of those, like, in that part of the world, they're like twenty years behind. He's right? probably so watching he's the really just saw the bodyguard. Yeah, exactly. The he's watching the bodyguard and listening to like fucking Man, that one song. If he came here now, he'd be he'd feel like such an idiot. He'd be like, "Well, I came for this." We had a shit. Can I tell a really terrible story? Yeah, please. All right. When I was in the army, I uh, uh, I, I was one of the places I, I was stationed where I was a, a journalist, right? And I worked on a newspaper, and we sat next to uh, the broadcast journalists. And one of the broadcast journalists was this girl I knew who was a really nice girl and was pretty, but had a glandular problem. And uh, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? She like she was heavy. She got heavy. Okay. Like she went from like ninety five pounds, maybe like five four ninety five pounds, like really cute, to like one ninety, maybe. I wow. mean, so like double, got, doubling. It wasn't. I mean, it, she was something in her body that made her do it. It wasn't like she ate constantly. And uh, she, uh, when she was really cute, she would always see her walking around base, and um, there just aren't a lot of cute women on base. And so she, you know, caught the attention of a lot of guys. So she got a stalker. A guy who had seen her around base a lot and then had deployed somewhere and came back and kept stalking her and kept stalking her. And eventually he got caught because he was sending her threatening phone calls and like the whole stalker thing. And he peered in front of her and he saw her for the first time large and he literally goes, this is what I'm going to jail for? What the fuck happened? <laughs> it was a terrible, terrible. – I was there. Wow. It was a terrible moment. You can cut that out of the podcast. Definitely. It's a funny ha-ha story so much as it's a make-you-think story. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all depressed now, man, after that story. The guy's face was just like – it was incredible. So if so, what I've learned is if you're getting stalked, double your body weight. And then, or, and then you'll be Yeah, or if you plan on stalking somebody, you know. Well, the guy was going to jail. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I brought the podcast down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I feel be, bad for this girl. Way to be yeah. a bummer. Hope she doesn't listen to the podcast, I'm Jeff. sure she doesn't. What, what if she made our theme song today? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what she gets for phoning in the ending. <laughs> 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 terrible. We're gonna have to get this whole thing out. All right, so uh, do you want to talk a little bit about our next uh, week of cool stuff we're going to be doing on the site? Oh yeah. So we're leading up to our anniversary. <laughs> is so excited about. Well, that. I'm going to pull up Bernie's uh, journal uh, here because he's uh, got something, stuff. something, something, something. You know, I shouldn't have put the somethings in there because yeah. the somethings make people think that something it's bigger, huge. Yeah. bigger on that day. And it's no, the trailer is the big thing of the week. But um, we're leading up to our anniversary, which is going to be our Jeff eighth anniversary. Eighth, congratulations! We made it eight years, buddy. Unbelievable! We've come a long way since that day you uh, stuck a microphone in Gus in our, my face. Just say this. I said, just say this. Now you say, take this. off your clothes and get in this van. <laughs> <laughs> There's a radiation <laughs> There's a dirty bomb in the uh, women's dressing room at the Lunatic. <laughs> uh, but we uh, – uh, so our, we made a mistake. 
we thought it would be very fun and funny to release our comedy series on April 1st, which then marked the anniversary of our company, even though we actually technically started in 2002 on Red vs. Blue. Yeah, like probably August of 2002. Yeah, August or September. Yeah, so we released it in April 1st, um, and ever since then, we have done announcements on April 1st, and we're just not going to do it anymore. You think so? No, we're no. I'm I'm, I'm, t- I'm absolutely done. I'm done making announcements on April first. Everyone yeah. thinks it's a fucking joke. Did you, Did you see every- that last year though? What that we weren't going to do announcements on April first? Yeah, and we're not doing them. But we are. No, we're we not. Are. Well, we're releasing something on April first. No, we're not. I'm, 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 Jack, what, are you, what the fuck am I saying? Are you listening <laughs> to me? I say we're not going to do that. We're, we're leading up to our anniversary, so we're putting all of our stuff the week before. Oh, you're okay. Okay. Like the trailer's coming out this Monday, which is Gus the twenty twenty eighth. Yeah, so the the trailer will be out on the weekend, the 26th and 27th, first for sponsors and then for registered members of the site. Old school style. Old school. And then on the 28th, it'll be up for the public, for everyone to see. And then we're going to be doing on Tuesday, we're having a play date. Community play date. You have any more information about that, Jack? Uh, sure. We're going to be playing Halo Reach, uh, probably the new map pack, maybe some Griff Ball. Kind of all Griff the- Ball! Whoa. <laughs> 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 Soundboard. <laughs> the hell out of me. <laughs> uh, a whole bunch of different stuff from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Figure that out on your own. GMT minus 6. Um, and we're also going to be you streaming, I think. Are we still doing that? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think we're going to stream live because we're going to be up here at the office playing. So we'll be like broadcasting live from the office in the chat rooms there. You can talk with us, ask questions. I'm sure we'll do fun stuff, maybe give away some things. Already gotten some feedback. We should probably do a play date in the middle of the day as well. Because if we have something at 9 p.m. for our yeah, UK Australia, listeners. Australians and yeah, UK. fuck that. Well, I, hey, it's an excuse to play video games at work. Come on, shut up. Yeah. You're born this Gus does not need that excuse no, for me. fuck that. <laughs> I'm, uh, what do you think I'm doing you're right cut, now? You're cutting into his midday wow I've, I've only got four <laughs> programs open, though, because otherwise my, uh, <laughs> my computer will lock up under the load. Burst in the flames. My only hope is it'll lock up during the podcast. <laughs> so we'll have more details on the play date coming up soon. And then uh, Wednesday we're going to be doing something I put on, the, on my journal. I can go look at the, the actual calendar up on the wall. We're doing some Wednesday. What are we doing? We're doing a video oh, podcast. No. Uh, we're doing a video podcast, and we're doing a tour, a video tour of our new offices. Oh, cool. That's Wednesday I also? I thought awesome. that was Friday. It's someday in that week. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was Friday. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was Friday. If it's Friday, then I'm sure we'll be shooting it on Wednesday, because yeah. we're supposed to be shooting it sometime this we'll week. We'll be shooting it Friday morning. And our short for this week is uh, probably going to have some reshoots to take place, and we got to work on the trailer, too. So It's been in reshoots all week? Yeah. So then uh, Wednesday... Uh, we're doing the video podcast. Thursday, we are doing a, uh, a couple of uh, director's commentaries on different things. Like we're doing yeah. some director's commentaries, possibly for the trailer, but some director's commentaries for Immersion as well because uh, we want to do something that, that focuses on Immersion too. And there will be a, a special sponsor version of Immersion as well, uh, which is a standalone episode. Can you say that three times fast? I know. I really can't. <laughs> uh, it will be the one we showed at the PAX panel if you attended that. Uh, it'll be that one we're going to show for sponsors as well. And then on Friday, we're going to be doing bum, 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 Gus. Bah. Tickets go on sale for RTX. Well, we have to determine the time. We'll have we'll we'll announce a specific time yeah. that uh, that they'll be live. How many tickets are going on sale? 200. It is a limited in Very, very limited. 200. And it's, it's first 200. Uh, well, somebody knock on the door? I don't know. I don't I hear that. I'll get it. Here, you talk. So, yeah, we're going to have uh, first come, first tickets. serve. First come, first serve. Um, no preferential treatment. We we might. He's checking the door. We, we might sell it for uh, sponsors first. Do you if, th- if we can work that out? I think so we're like for sponsors it. and then for the registered members. Yeah. You don't think we'll sell two hundred tickets to just sponsors? Way to be a downer, Jack. No, no, I'm saying. 
We might. I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to sell out very, We're, very we're working out those logistics. Hopefully, we'll have those details posted on the site uh, today once we have that worked out. Yeah. Do we have a price for tickets yet or anything? Uh, they'll all be posted hopefully today. Cool. Good, <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Sounds like Bernie's opening something a out portal there. portal to hell? Is there, is, there, <laughs> is there a tiger in that box? Whoa. We got a box of swag. We got a box of swag? Netgear swag? Netgear swag? No. The box has not Netgear on it, by the way. Nope. Let's see. Yeah, well, we're all eagerly awaiting. Nervous. What fortuitous timing. Oh, we got we a got box, box of swag from uh, 343. UNSC oh, nice. shirts. Nice. A hard drive pack. <laughs> Ooh, a hard drive. Ooh. So I got some shirts. Anybody want a shirt? Sure. These are gorgeous. Look we got this. some... Uh, what's, what's that, Jeff? UNSC shirts. Red Spartan. Oh, nice. Yeah, awesome. UNSC shirts are really... Jack, what size are you wearing these days? Uh, Double or triple? Probably XL oh. or large. Here's a large. Here's a... Uh, I'll inspire you. What's his face? Uh, skull? A meal. That's a meal. A yeah. meal skull. That's yeah. cool. Some mega block stuff. Awesome. Wow, this is really cool. Did someone just like drop this by the door, knock, and run away? No, it was UPS. Oh. They don't have that in Jersey? People bring packages? Places? <laughs> you you want to get shot? What is <laughs> Some more uh, like, oh, mega block stuff, right? Mini mates. Nice. This is awesome. Toys. This is just a dead spot in the podcast. Everyone's yeah, like opening presents and shit. All right, we're done. All right. Done. We'll post pictures. Thank you, 343. Three. Done. Very cool. Done deal, pal. Okay, where were we? What were we talking about? Uh, we just talked about RTX. We said uh, we're hoping to post uh, detail. No, we're going to sell 200 tickets on Friday. We'll hopefully post the details today uh, as to what specific time and how you go about getting them. There you go. Okay, fair enough. And what what are the dates for RTX? Um, off the top of my head, I want to say May twenty seventh to 29th. It's that weekend in May, though. Let me see. That's that's a Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, twenty seventh to 29th. Memorial Day weekend. I can never remember those holidays. Like Memorial Day and Labor Day. I have no idea which is which and when they happen. It's going to be an intimate gathering. It'll be an intimate gathering. Jeff, it seems like you're the kind of guy who would remember which one of those is which. Which one of what's is what? Which which does Memorial Day come first or does Labor Day come first? It's Memorial Day comes first. And you've always known that. You never have any problems with that? No. When, right. is, when is Labor Day? Labor Day is in September? August, September? Right. Yeah, it's at the fall. It's like okay, fine, at no. the end of the summer, essentially. Yeah. I wait till everybody else starts talking about it and I go, oh, that's coming up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay out of it? Yeah. I have no idea. There's like fake holidays to extend your summer. That's the thing I can take off. Yeah. You don't get mail that day. Um, so anything, what, what else are we doing? Anything else we're doing that week? Um, uh, I can leave and check the calendar, but I really don't want to get yeah, up. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. I'm looking at your, your journal post here. Plus all of our regular content. Yes. Stuff will always, uh, always we have We probably going. won't have a short next week, though, as well, a result of that. Maybe we, we might, but I think the short is – we're counting the short as the, the, office the tour, video right. tour of The Office. Yeah, but there won't be like a narrative one. And we'll be kicking that week of events off this Friday at Orlando – Convention Center for MegaCon. Oh, yeah. You're going to MegaCon this yeah, weekend. Yeah. Griffin and I will be at MegaCon all weekend, and then we'll r- fly back Monday. Gus, can you please do everyone a favor and please tell us when we're going to the UK? Because we get bombarded with that question It's constantly. funny you ask. There was a, uh, a mix-up <laughs> <laughs> on that. I, mean, I just straightened that out. I had mistakenly signed us up for uh, an event in London in May, the same weekend as RTX. Yikes. Whoops. But uh, I just changed that, and we're going to the MCM Expo in October. I don't think the dates for that are posted yet, but I'll put... Uh, October on the website. We're going to Australia in October. Yeah. And New Zealand. And maybe South Africa. And New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding about the South Africa. We're not going to South Africa. We're definitely going yeah. to New York, New Zealand, Australia, though. Yes. And All London. in October and London. 
Yeah. Yeah, why not? Do so wait, I, what do you say, they haven't announced the dates of their... I think they don't announce the dates until the May one passes. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. That's wild. I can I can double check, but... But then also that brings up the point that Jeff and I are going to be down in New Zealand and then now Hello. Melbourne in the last week of October. Yeah. We're going to have a lovely trip together. Did you read that they have recently begun filming? The Hobbit, on The right? Hobbit. Hobbit. Yep. That's awesome. Did they? Yeah. Are they doing, is any, it are filming, they doing it in New Zealand? Is it filming in New Zealand or Australia? New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, I know that was a big deal. It was. A very big deal. And I guess they got it into New Zealand. Yeah, which a lot of people will be very happy about. Yeah. You should well, was it you, though? Did you tell a story about, uh, what, Ian McKellen? What? Going to the Hobbit set, and then he showed up and no one was there, basically. He pulled yeah. a Charlie Sheen. I thought it was you. Told me. Apparently, Ian McKellen went to the set for the Hobbit on, like, whenever he was scheduled to go. He got to New Zealand. He showed up. And then Peter Jackson had that, that problem where he had, like, an ulcer or something. So they postponed it by, like, a month. So Ian McKellen just showed up a month early and was like, oh, what? And so he had to bum around New Zealand for a month before they actually started production. I would wear the Gandalf costume the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> if that were the case. Walking down the streets in New Zealand. How, do you, how does that happen? He just showed up and there's like an empty shire? Nobody like, told him. He's just standing in well, the I'm middle sure of it. You know, went to the studio or wherever it was and was like, hey, what's up? And they're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gandalf? Somebody didn't get the message. Did you ever see that photo of him at the gay rights parade where he has the shirt on that says, I'm Magneto and Gandalf, deal with it? That's, that's a fake photo. Is way. it? Yeah, that's, I think that's too bad. That's an awesome photo. Mag- Magneto? Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. What'd you say? Magneto? Is that how I say it. Yeah. How many times have you heard him say that? I've heard it tons of times, and you work here, and I don't. <laughs> I, I stopped listening to Jeff that after working with him. Magneto, huh? You say Magneto? I say Magneto, I think. Well, I don't think it matters. I might have said Magneto at one Except point. Right one. Do, you say, do you say Magnete? Exactly. I don't. I don't use magnets on my kitchen. Yeah. Refer- refer- I use kitchen magnets. So makes sense. Damn, man, fucking served. There was something else like the- that too, where it's something you don't commonly say, but you read it. And I heard somebody say it today, and I it was W A I. Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> Way he read is why. Uh, the London event is October twenty eighth to thirtieth. I We're just not found gonna, the dates. Jeff, you and I are not going to be there. No, we are not going to be. We there. are going to be in New Zealand and Australia. So Gus, I'll go ahead and throw my hat in there if you want to. If you need someone to go with you, Gus is going to London. Are you going to London, Gus? Oh, fuck. I guess so. Well, that's enthusiasm. <laughs> He's so excited. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll work it out. <laughs> this jaded motherfucker. Wait till yeah. he fi- no, no, no. Work it out until I, he my, finds my, someone my, else to go. My, my, my calendar here is fucked up. I've got the wrong dates for, for some stuff, and I need, to re- I need to rearrange it and see who's going to what. How do you have wrong dates? Because they fucking changed the date. I don't know. They just announced this October thing for uh, London. Sounds like somebody's rebooting his Thunderbolt machine. <laughs> <laughs> He's vamping right I, now. I need to get a fucking soundboard for you. He's like, uh, dates are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can fix this. <laughs> just reboot. No one will know. So, uh, movies coming out. I saw Skyline the other day. Uh, what would you think? It actually wasn't too bad, I didn't think. I mean, it's... Really? it's it's not great. I mean, I wouldn't tell people to go see it, but it's... It's on Netflix Instant, right? For a movie that was made for $500,000 for principal photography, which essentially they filmed the whole movie in one building, and then they did the rest of it in visual effects, it's about what you'd expect. But I'm, I'm a sucker for... I will watch any sci-fi. I love sci-fi. Have you seen, mm-hmm. you seen Monsters? That's what I think of Skyline. Oh, yeah? You didn't like it? I didn't like it at Have all. Have you seen that movie Monsters yet? Uh, no, I haven't, hmm. but I'm aware of it. Yeah. What movie is that? Monsters? Yeah. What is that? It's uh, it, along the same lines as Skyline. It's like a dude who's a really good uh, at visual effects who cut a reel and then got a movie, got mm. got like $10 million. And it's a sci-fi movie that uh, I actually saw it on the plane to Australia. He, uh, It takes place like five years in the future. Aliens crashed in Mexico and they had to quarantine the country off because there's these weird monsters. And he Isn't has, that he called has, District 9? Uh, it's a little different because it's in Mexico. Oh. Because uh, <laughs> they, they were sombreros. 
<laughs> but uh, and then he's like he's a journalist, and this dude is in there, and he has to like escort this girl out of the country. Hmm. They have to escape. I don't know. I was going to say they, quarant- they quarantine Mexico to like contain it. Mm-hmm. They want to stop yeah. the spread of illegal aliens. Yes, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> I'm sure that worked out really well. I'm sure. I'm sure. And they built a giant fence. Okay. <laughs> and that's how they're going to keep the aliens space out. fence. Alien fence. And the aliens were multiplying faster than they could stop. <laughs> I mean, you but the, the U.S. Ar- needed the, the, the increase in population to sustain itself. Yeah, you could make the argument that all these movies are derivative, essentially, of Cloverleaf because Cloverfield. What the fuck Clover? is Cloverleaf? Yeah, was what it was Cloverfield. Cloverfield or Cloverleaf, which is really the, obscure. The lucky charm. It's mid seventies sci-fi. You guys totally would know. It was, about. The indie, it was the indie short that spawned Cloverfield. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Cloverfield. Uh, you know, it was a movie that was just basically a cheap movie. It was filmed very cheaply, and then they just put a ton of visual effects into it. Dude, they marketed that movie so well. Remember that trailer that came out with no name? It just kind of showed up. It was it was attached to something like Superman. I think it was on Transformers, right? I thought. Was it Transformers? Yeah. It was just that trailer where you just see, was it uh, like the head of the Statue of Liberty rolling down the street yeah. or something? Right. Yeah, it just And it was like just nothing. No, no title, anything. It was like, what the hell was that? You know, I got to say, there's there's sometimes when something comes out like that and people like really latch onto it, it makes me... Not like the people that like it. Do you ever have that with something? Like I the, feel that way about V for Vendetta. Yeah, you know, V for Vendetta is an example of something that actually came out and was like that. People love V for Vendetta and it was, you know, why? Or Donnie Darko. <laughs> Donnie Darko. <laughs> Don't get me fucked started. I only watched that like a year ago, Donnie Darko, and I was like, what the fuck? Like when I watched it, I'm like, everybody loves this? Yeah, people are I didn't get it. very excited about that. I'm starting to get that way with Firefly Fly fans. i got to be honest with you. It's just, you know, the, the show what? hasn't been on the air yeah, in 10 it's years. it's over. It's been over. They're starting to drive me a little crazy. Every time Sci-Fi comes up, they got to talk about, you know, bringing Firefly back on the air. When they just got through getting Futurama back on the air, nobody's watching that either. So I'm any, watching the shit out of it. Any, are you really? Yeah, it's great. Okay. All right. We'll just leave that there. But I'm just one. one man. No, but in the, the, the Cloverfield... Uh, Trailer was like that for me. It was like, there's nothing to this. And everyone's super excited about it. So I felt like people were just like completely buying it. Well, it was, well, like, excited it was excited like, about it because they're supposed to be excited about it, right? I mean, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, they were, it was something that had, you know, hadn't really been done like that in a while. Where it was just sort of like, it was like guerrilla marketing on a massive scale. That makes sense. I don't know. I thought, it was, just I thought it hadn't cool. been done like that in a while. <laughs> this didn't really excite me, you know. Well, I mean, like Blair Witch Project. Remember when that sort of spread virally? I mean, same sort of idea, just on a much, much larger scale. Blair Witch was really cool though, because there were I like people it, legitimately who thought it was real. Oh I mean, no, I did. I, I walked out not not. Blair Witch is totally different. They released the movie online like four months in advance, and everybody had seen it before it came out. You know, people no, like, no, torrented no. it, torrented it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, and then everybody that saw it still went and saw it at the theater, but, which was awesome. But I, back to the original point, Monsters was released on iTunes before it was yeah. released in theaters. Oh, wow. Yeah, you could get it before it came I, out. I think they did the same thing with the. I, I haven't seen it yet. With the documentary Freakonomics. I know I saw it on Zoom. Did you watch that? Came, no, I haven't seen it. Yet, I haven't seen like it either, but I want to. Uh, and also, FYI, uh, Futurama, I guess, had record ratings for Comedy Central. Oh, snap. For Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comedy Central not married, by the way. <laughs> just throwing that out there. All right. Well, I guess people are watching Futurama and they love it. Are you watching Futurama, Gus? Uh, I just started watching it on Netflix because I don't have cable. I know. Yeah, so it's, I, it's I, on I, Netflix And, and the season five just hit Netflix streaming, so I started watching it. I had bought them all on Zune already. I, I actually watch Futurama as well, and I, and I don't know why. Because every time I watch Futurama, I think, wow, this should be funnier than what it is. Although I did see somebody knitted a Ouch. Bender hat that you, would, that you would love. Okay. Was it like the big like Bender hat that you put on? Yeah, it was like a, a sock cap kind of a thing. Nice. Michael, how do you like well, Austin? Well, it's, there's a lot of food. It seems to be food-oriented. Do you want to tell us about your trip to uh, – uh, where did we go the other day? 
Freebirds? Yeah, we went to Jack, how Jack prepped you for Freebirds. What? Do you remember that, know. Michael? We he, went was, to f- he was telling me to order how to order the food. Jack. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I know where Jeff's going on this one. He's doing a terrible job of going there, though. No, I'm not. You went. We went to Freebirds, and before we went in there, Jack told you what? I don't know. I don't remember. He said, look for the fattest guy. Because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. That's right. Yeah. He said, hopefully the fat guy um, makes your food because he'll throw some extra in for you. Cause he kinda, <laughs> Give you the extra meat. You kind of go down the line, and the, the person that you, you, you like order your, your bread or whatever the fuck you want from goes down the line and puts all the shit on the, uh, on the pita for you or whatever, the tortilla. And he's like, hopefully you get the big fat guy because he'll put like extra meats and shit. I'm like, a low job, man. I'm like, Texas about about fucking getting extra meats. It's like, like everything is like a plan to get more food than like the standard is that you pay for. <laughs> and then you get in trouble with Jack because why? Because oh, I didn't finish it. Right. I didn't. I didn't eat the whole thing. Yeah. He was very upset. Like, man, like the normal size burrito. He's like, man, this is way too big. It's like, no, that's that's like the. He was like, I'll burrito. fucking eat it for you, but he, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, I was, he's like, you only ate half. I'm like, I ate like seventy five, you know, point eight percent. And he's like, no, that's fucking half. He was he was he was physically upset that I didn't eat the entire burrito. Well, seventy five does round down to fifty. Right. Exactly. <laughs> On the meat scale. So. um out of the rage quit videos you've done so far, which has been your favorite? <sighs> For us, not the shit that you did before us. It doesn't matter. Oh, um, I don't even know. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Spoken like a rooster teeth there. Boop, boop. I don't know. I, I couldn't say. What's your least favorite game of all time? <sighs> Vampire Reigns up there. That game's pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. For Xbox 360. Uh, Final Fantasy 2 for Nintendo. I hate it. Final Fantasy 2. Yeah, uh, it sucks. Michael's a big Nintendo nerd, by the way. Yep. I don't know if you knew that. Well, video games in general. I think we all are. Yeah. There you go. Here, I'm going to raise my mic. Real quick. What is your favorite video game of all time? Uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot of good ones. Fallout 3. I haven't gotten into New Vegas yet. Fallout 3 is pretty great. Uh, You'll likely be a little disappointed with New Vegas. Yeah. Mass Effect 2 is really good. Mass Effect 2. I, I didn't like Mass Effect, really. I didn't like the combat system, and uh, I was like, I'm not getting Mass Effect 2. Now, I have yet to play Mass it Effect. Came out, it came out like on a Tuesday. I'm like, fuck that. I was like, that was like one of the first like like big title games that I just refused to buy because I didn't like the first one, and I have so many games that I buy and never play like an asshole just because I never get around <laughs> to them. So like Mass Effect 2 came out. I'm like, nope, not going to do it. And then I, it lasted like two days from seeing commercials on TV. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, and I had to go and buy it. And I'm like, holy shit, I like this a lot better. Yeah, I had a lot of uh, like little problems with the way the first Mass Effect worked, but I felt like all of those issues were addressed with Mass Effect 2. I agree. Uh, the only thing, I think the thing, the worst part about Mass Effect 2 was scanning planets for minerals. Yep. Yeah. I, I like, got fucking tedious. Yeah, got I'm, tedious I'm glad when I when I played it the second time, I'm like, nope. When I played it on the harder difficulty, I didn't do any of that shit. You I didn't? did like I did like bare minimum well, yeah, to get got, through the fucking game. You still got to like, do it to upgrade this. your ship. Yeah, but I mean, like, I did it like a fucking moron the first game. Like, like I'm like, oh, oh, a new man, a new planet, and like I would just go there for like for like I spent hours doing that shit, and I hated. it. I think they eventually released uh, an update or a patch for that game that uh, that sped up the speed at which you scan. They did. Well, yeah. Fuck me, because I already did it. <laughs> <laughs> So did you get all the achievements in Mass Effect 2? Uh, all the originals, yeah. Yeah. I had, like I said, I downloaded the DLC because a lot of times with DLC, it's like, you know, an hour or two. So, like, I hate replaying a game, like, months later and, like, remembering how to play the game and everything. Just and then, for an like, hour. two hours is like, fuck. So I waited. And that's what I said. I'm going to get the last DLC and play them all. Yeah, I just did that with Assassin's Creed Brotherhood where I got the Da Vinci deal or the Vinci Disappearance DLC. And it's like I hadn't played it in so long. It's like, okay, which, what button is sprint? Okay, how do I tackle? Now, how am I countering? Then you get back into it. Now I'm done. So right. I'm going to forget that. it again. And then, Mass- or then Assassin's Creed 4 or 3 will come out. And I'll be like, oh, shit. i got to learn it all over again. 
Yeah, I did the the same thing with Mass Effect Two, where I didn't, I you know, I intentionally didn't play any of the DLC. I thought they were all done, and I downloaded them and I played them all, and now <laughs> they've got this new one. So now I have to relearn how to play the yep. game again. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, because like, then you're like, yeah, oh, it's over. So as someone who's never played Mass Effect, would you recommend I play one first and then go into two? Eh, it doesn't uh, really matter. I mean, you probably should just because you know. I think, the, the I think story. Yeah, but. I think it would help, but I don't think it's necessary. I didn't. I couldn't get through Mass Effect One. I wouldn't play uh, through a game you don't like just to get to the next one. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. They'll yeah. recap the story for you. In Mass yeah, Effect Two. Oh, do mm-hmm. they? There was something in Dead Space Two where they actually showed a like previously on Dead Space One, and yeah, they like cool. they showed everything that happened in Dead Space One in about a five minute segment. It was pretty awesome. I think they. I think Bioware also released a motion comic for Mass Effect for the PS3 owners who uh, are getting Mass Effect Two but didn't get Mass Effect One. Oh yeah. So I think they released a couple of motion comics that uh, summarize and uh, recap the first game for you. That's cool. Oh, I showed uh, I showed Michael some WoW last night, Gus. Oh yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that, Michael? Uh, I don't know. You didn't do a lot. You kind of <laughs> ran around. You, you were playing more the other day, turning people into sheep. Yeah, yeah. I was sh- showing them, you know, me sheeping people. And think something. I don't remember what I was doing, but it was something. I was doing something. Jack turned around to me and went, "What are you twelve? And then turned around and went, "I turned that guy into a sheep." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. We. Uh, I saw. I, I watched a uh, a terrible documentary on Hulu last night. Yeah. Uh, about World of Warcraft and the gamer culture. And I actually recognized someone from our website being interviewed in, oh, that, really? in that documentary. What's the name of the documentary? Uh, I think the documentary was Gamer. It was called Gamers. I'll have to look it up and, and, With a Z? and tell you for certain. Okay. Uh, it might have been actually. Hipsters put Z on the end. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> I guess, it was just shifting. some guy like exploring like World of Warcraft, and he made like an hour-long documentary about it. Oh wow! I, I feel like there are a ton of those documentaries, and I think I've seen all of them. <laughs> oh, all the gamer documentaries. Yeah, yeah. We've been interviewed for half of them, and we never make, it, we never make the cut. <laughs> never make the cut. We always see something too offensive. Gus, have, have you seen the video where Jeff's being interviewed at PAX, and behind him, the Mega 64 <laughs> guys are just, like, humping each other, and then I run up and slap him, and then you poke your head in and kind yeah. of stare at the camera awkwardly and don't say anything? That I, 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 I love that video, and I feel terrible for that kid who's interviewing I, Jeff. I, I should see if I can find it. I but saw we, that. We got, no, but there's a different video where some kid came up to us uh, – at PAX East and said, hey, I'm doing a school, you know, I'm in high school and I'm doing a class project for about Pi and I want you to, you know, explain to the camera what Pi is and how many digits you can say and uh, it'll be really helpful for me. It's like, okay, I'll do this. So I start talking to the guy and then Jeff like butts in and just starts cursing nonstop. <laughs> and like, y- you were unrelenting. Oh, and then, and then, the one where I was talking about anal sex. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then yeah. And the kid stops. He's like, I, I, I don't think I can use any of this. <laughs> Dude, that's a funny video. That's terrible. <laughs> I'll see if I can How find it. How dare you? Dude, that Jawa video is a funny video, too. Oh, I, yeah. We I talked about we, it we last week. Did you actually oh, that video with it? But we didn't link it, so I'll, uh, okay. I'll, I'll link it this week. The Mega 64 making fun of the, the cosplayer. There was, a guy, there was a cosplayer who showed up dressed. What, I, I don't know what game the, the kid was dressed up from, but it looked like an like a adult version of a Jawa from Star Wars. And they just relentless were just saying, oh, you're a Jawa. That's some great cosplay. And he's like, I'm not a Jawa. And then Jeff jumped in there with fucking perfect timing. Yeah. On the spot, Ramsey. That's right. On the spot, Ramsey. Jeffrey on the spot, they call me. Man. Yeah, PAX was a lot of fun. We didn't really talk about it. Or I, did you guys talk about it last week? Yeah. Tons. Okay, I didn't, I didn't listen to last week's podcast yet. <laughs> did you talk about me in last week's podcast? Probably. Tons. 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 All right, we should um, wrap this shit up, right? I think so. All right. Did Bernie die? Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, hey, hey, join the drunk tanks if you're, if you're playing WoW. We're, we're looking for more healers and tanks. Um, so, yeah, Dawnbringer, um, uh, Horde side. 
Jack's looking for some more people to control. Makes him feel better. <laughs> when when, when he goes at home, we he, hit, we hit at work, at work, he's like, mm, everybody picks on him and everybody yells at him. And he goes home and he's like, I, I am Jack. We're and in my domain every, every, now. Everyone's like, Jack, can we try your party? <laughs> great. No, we're up to 850 members now. I'm, I'm trying to see what the cap is on uh, on guild size. So I'm just trying to see. You can be the person that gets rejected from Jack's party. <laughs> yeah. Like, can I join? Oh, I'm not good enough for Jack. So Sorry. anyway, we're doing in-game stuff now. We're down like five or six of the, the Kata bosses, the Kata raid bosses. It's pretty awesome. All right, so, so next you, week... You must get laid constantly. Constantly. <laughs> E-laid. Uh, so next week... <laughs> I boned. Check uh, every day for uh, stuff on our website, celebrating our eighth anniversary. All kinds of fun stuff. And uh, this weekend, make sure you uh, stop by Megacon and say hello to uh, Jeff and Griffin. Not only will Jeff and Griffin be there, but the Sir William Shatner will be there as well. And <laughs> I, I saw a flyer that you can get a photo taken with them and share a beverage, like a soda maybe. And uh, in, a, in a private room and get like 10 minutes of FaceTime sure, with with Dr. Shatner for only $495. That's it. Go. That's so a deal. Also, if you have any money left over after you spend it all at the Rooster Teeth booth, feel free to go he was, spend $500 uh, on William I can't Shatner. believe he just had his birthday the other day. I can't believe he's 80. He's 80 it looks yeah. great. For I him, saw yeah. – like when I first saw I saw the first tweet about that, I thought it was a joke. I thought, oh, like someone's trying to make fun of him that he's really old. No, he's yeah, He's really only like – he's like three days apart from Leonard Nimoy. Their do birthday's you, like three days apart. Do you think that William Shatner has the best enduring career in the history of television? Quite possibly. It's gotta be up there. Like, there's a couple that are like you could say that like, uh, well, I don't know if you'd say Betty White, but you could probably say Michael Landis had a really good long career. Michael Landis, yeah, because he had like Touched by an Angel was like a massive thing for him after he did Little House on the Prairie. Was that his name or is his name Michael Landon? Michael Landon. You'd say yeah, Harry, like yeah, Harry, Michael Landis, Harry so. Shearer, and he had uh, Bonanza too. Uh, Andy Dick. What has Harry Shear done outside of The Simpsons? He did some. Didn't he do some stuff back in the like SCTV. I mean, and don't stuff? discount The know. Simpsons. That's fucking twenty yeah, years. Yeah, no, yeah. but I'm not. I'm talking about like uh, hit after hit after hit. Gotcha. And like in like getting jobs. Uh, David Spade is. I don't think has not worked on a sitcom yeah. in the last fifteen years. But uh, but yeah, Shatner. I mean, it's amazing. He's on shit. My dad says right now or S. Well, no, line, bleep my dad says. Bleep my dad says. Uh, after just wrapping up Boston Legal, which he won an Emmy for, Man, I think it's crazy. Yeah, and before that, I mean, he had he had Iron Chef for a while before that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He had, uh, I mean, obviously Star he had, Trek, uh, T.J. Hooker, Rescue Nine One One, Rescue Nine One One. He did. I haven't thought about Rescue Nine One One in a while. He must have. He must have like helmed ten sick or ten shows on yeah. television. Crazy. It's pretty impressive. All right. Well, we dedicate this podcast to you, Mr. Shatner. Yeah. Come by our booth at Megacon and uh, have a seat with us. I will sell you any of our merchandise at cost. Oh, (laughs) nice. Yeah. All right. So ask Millie about Disney World. Uh, All right. (laughs) Let's wrap this up. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.